It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the Danny Button Fight Show. Of course, you can find this on youtube.com slash acepodcastnation, as well as facebook.com slash acecastnation, and uh, all the audio versions for this and all the other shows available at your favourite radio and podcasting app. Tonight, we're talking MMA, of course, and uh, joining me, first of all, former Cage Warriors champion, UK MMA legend, Mr. Danny Batten. How are you, mate? Yeah, you're right, si. Yeah, it's uh, another successful UFC, another good show. Um, really enjoyed the fights overall. Uh, can't wait to get talking about them. Indeed. If you had a haircut, mate. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't have much hair to cut, <laughs> but um, did, did I re-bick it? Yes. <laughs> See, I... I it's so small details, mate, which I noticed. It's <laughs> just more shine. More shine on the head now. It's blinded. <laughs> and uh, joining us is our special guest, is Cage Warriors Welterweight, ahead of his fight in September on the Cage Warriors Trilogy event, Mr. Aaron Khaled. How are you, my friend? Hello. I'm okay. How are you? All right, buddy. I'm looking forward to this. we looking forward to it all week because um, we try and get a guest like most weeks if we can, but because it's a weekly show, you can't always do it. And we had, didn't have one last week, so it was just me and Danny. But we've got a few yeah. get, got guests lined up now for the next couple of weeks, which I'm uh, looking forward to. It's also nice to have someone with a proper accent, none of this none of this rubbish, <laughs> pro- proper Cardiff accent. That's what, I like. <laughs> That's what I like. That's what I like. If I had my way, they'd all be Cardiff accents. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so as, as as is the norm, Danny, before we go into the, the cards, we'll have a little chat about some bits and pieces. Sure. Uh, 
so first of all we've got Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson pretty much announced mm. and done for the uh, it'd be the co-main event on um, and my mind's gone blank Khabib and Gaethje which that's mm. some two fights isn't it mm. that is quite some fights uh in regards to who I would go for, I'm going to go Fergus on this one. I think he's going to come back oh. like an even more madman than, than I previously. Oh. I think Poirier gets yeah. him. I yeah, okay. It's well. going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just yeah, think he's going to push him to new levels. I think I said, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, I said that I thought Ferguson in his last fight, was it Gaith G you thought, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then... I thought Gaethje broke him, mate. I gotta be honest. I really did. Not that you mm. know, he wouldn't be the first person that Gaethje's done that to. But I really, I thought mentally he looked shot, and physically, just through the fight, he just didn't look like Ferguson. Now, don't get me wrong. A couple of months down the line and recovered from his injuries and this and that. You know, he can be back to the old Tony Ferguson, but Dustin Poirier is not someone to. You know he can't. He's got to make sure that he's up to standard. Otherwise, he's going to be. Yeah, in trouble. Dustin's going to bring it in. He? He's going to be in his mm. face, throwing hands at him. And I think Dustin mm. Poirier as well is going to be like Tony Ferguson. If he can beat Tony Ferguson, he's he's in that title picture to face the winner of Gaethje versus. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's had a set of good set of results of late, hasn't he? He's, he's been Poirier, pretty active, yeah, hasn't I he? So. Yeah, he's been. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. he's done quite well of recent, um, and they. Aaron, what was the other fight you said was on that card as well? Um, uh, was Khabib. Kanye and Whitaker. That's it, yeah. yeah that would be an good absolute banger. Mm. That would be very, good. very good. I think a lot of people forgot how good Whitaker was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, uh, he was away for a bit, and wasn't he? And, and and he like, yeah. Yeah, as such as, such as uh, like MMA and boxing, and as people forget. Or people, yeah, very quick. Just yeah, they just forget, and it's. Uh, I'll tell you what, for another fight which I saw looks like it's going to be made, which I'm quite looking forward to, which I think will be a bit of a sleeper. Is uh, it was a women's fight? It's uh, Jessica Andrade versus Caitlin Chikagian on October the seventeenth. I think that would be a really good fight. Mm. When's that? Yeah, October seventeenth. Yeah, Andrade's a little pitbull, isn't she? Mm. Yeah, I think that'll be really good, but. Um, and that's it, flyweight as well. So obviously, she's the former strawweight champion, Andrade. Um, yeah. But I just think that would be a really, really good, good fight. Obviously, Chikagian, she um, she t she challenged for the flyweight champion uh, championship, didn't she? Previously, yeah, she but, didn't she? Mm, and you know, not many people get the better of Shevchenko. It's got to be said. But like, no. I just think that the women rarely disappoint. Um, and I think I tell you what that October seventeenth card looks pretty jam packed because you've got Brian Ortega coming back against uh, Chan Sun Young, Andrade versus mm -hmm. uh, Chikagian, Modesta Spukokash, which is mm -hmm. uh, Danny's fighter versus Jimmy Crute, which uh, I'll be a good one. And then you've got Renato Murciano versus Magmo Magomed Mustafev. And, he's uh, good. And I was going to say he's very good. And also John Phillips versus uh, Hyun Young Park. So I'm going to very much looking forward to that. So Danny, does that mean you won't be able to do that weekend then, is it? If, uh, yeah, uh, hardly unlikely. Modestus? 
Yeah, yeah, I'll be out with him. Where is that? Is that in America, is it? Um, we're still waiting for the actual set venue, to be honest. We, it was, um, you know, it's either going to be Vegas or Fire Island. But I don't know whether they've confirmed oh, it, looks, it yet. It looks, it's, it says expected to take place at Fight Island. Right? Yeah, so but that hadn't, been, that hadn't been confirmed. Uh, I was with Modestus just uh, Friday. And, yeah, it yeah, does say no... it hasn't been confirmed, like it just says. Yeah. But they're looking into Nevada, but more likely to be Fight Island. But, sure. Uh, so I'll have, to, I'll have to find a replacement for you again, mate. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> you only just come back from holiday. I know. <laughs> it was a crazy time, wasn't it? Because uh, I had that n nearly two weeks away with the Dubai thing, and then I went away for four weeks myself, like just the way it landed. Nice. But I go? still did it while I was in Dubai, obviously, with UFC, and then I travelled across Europe, you know, France, oh, nice. uh, Netherlands, uh, Belgium, Germany, Poland, Czech. I went all over. It was really good. Oh, nice, lovely. But, uh, yeah, but poor old Sai. <laughs> but and then again that I did means. do it while I, I still <laughs> kept it going though when I was out there we had a bit of issues with Wi-Fi but we still got through it yeah that that, that mountainside Wi-Fi was not uh, was not, not the it. best not the best not it but uh, no. you know being the the editing genius that I am <laughs> no one would have noticed apart from me and Danny because we knew how bad it was oh we had well. a nightmare Jesus man we had a nightmare that time um so, because it's a, a, a very short uh, main card of the UFC, because we we only talk about the the prelims really, unless there's uh, someone some British fighters or some something particularly which takes our fancy, which we will have a little chat about in a minute. But um, I wanted to talk about the Cage Warriors Cage Warriors trilogy card for September starts to September twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and um, I gotta say I cannot wait for that that's going to be it's going to be impossible to cover with ufc on the saturday as well but um we'll just do like a six hour show <laughs> but um i'm thinking like i might try and get like a few different guests and stuff to talk about it and uh, try and spread it out over a, a couple of nights or something i don't know we'll, we'll we'll talk about that at a later date but um so the main card for the 24th is uh it's very interesting you've got Oban Elliott, friend of the channel, versus uh, Michael Figlak. I'm going to go for Oban there. That'd be a good yeah, puncher. I think so. Comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got a, a certain Mr. Aaron Khaled versus Mike yeah. Stanton, welterweight. Yeah. Go on, Aaron. You got, you got it. A, <laughs> be over, over in seconds. Big, yeah. big, big Mick Stanton. No, Aaron, Aaron Khaled to take the win there, I think. But uh, are you yeah, all set you. for that, mate? All set for that. Yeah, just good, just right. Best I've, best camp I've had. To be honest with you, I know a lot of fighters say that, but during this lockdown, I lost. I I used to work nights, so mm -hmm. I lost my night job, and I did when training started back up. I just had training to focus on, so it's just it's amazing. I can't wait for this fight. Mm -hmm. I honestly can't mm -hmm. wait. So you you train with Lewis, don't you, Lewis Long? Um, yeah. Obviously, we had him on a couple of weeks ago. He, he actually, I think he he uh, he was the one who stood in for you, Dan Money. Lewis, I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, how I'm you sure did it? Did. Yeah, yeah. Lewis, so Lewis stood in for Danny the one week. So uh, yeah, but uh, what's he like for a co as a coach? He's good. He's good at breaking things down his like own way. Like yeah, but he'll try to cater to your style as well. He's good to have as a training partner in the gym as well because he's very well rounded. He can box mm. with you. He, 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 he you can spare time with him. 
You could just do purely jiu-jitsu or wrestling. He's, he, he's good. He's good to have around. Sounds like he's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must be all the great MMA guys then. <laughs> Some people have just got a mind for it, Dan, you know? <laughs> um, who else have we got on this? Uh, so then we've also got Jake Hadley versus uh, Sharj Hake at Flyweight. Um, yeah. I think that'll be uh, interesting. Who you got there then? Uh, Aaron for that fight. Uh, Superman. I don't know Jake Hadley. I I haven't really heard of him that much. Yeah. What yeah. What, what, what's what's his record? That that. Which one? Has he got? Has he got a decent record? Who's that? Uh, Jake Hadley or the? Yeah. Let's have a look. Obviously, then just while I look that up, the main event for that night, I believe, is Luke Shanks. Uh, for the title, mm. uh, obviously that was due to go down before lockdown, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, so it was Luke Shanks versus Samir Fadin, who's the champion for the flyweight title. Um, obviously, Danny used to uh, train Luke. Yes. Do you, uh, yeah. do you fancy him to take that title? He, yeah, I do. You know, he's um, you know he's has gone to another camp now. Uh, well, he completely moved. Uh, he's gone completely up north. So it's mm. a total new way of life for him new approach to training but it's done nothing but good for him um i've seen him make continuing improvements um and he does pop back so you know we do still get to see him and spar with him and train um real good friend i wish him all the best and uh i've really got high hopes for him to be honest he's definitely got the character of mind um he's got all the attributes needed to to go all the way and i think he's got this guy i really do yeah i i, I think so he um when I when I spoke to him, he was very very confident that uh, he could get it done, and I think he yeah. was, you know, he he was very disappointed when it was called off because he had mm. done the camp and he was raring to go. Um, so yeah, I I fancy him. What about uh, you, Aaron? Have you got one there? Um, I can't say I've watched Luke. Did he used to fight a bantamweight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he fought um, Jason Jenkins, didn't he? Yeah, uh, uh, hit him names at me like that. I can't remember. I've, I've had so many fighters over the years. I, I struggle remembering the names of my own team. Yeah, I, <laughs> but maybe so. Weights, I, I, there's no one. I'll watch fighters who are in my weight, right? Little weight birth and people in the gym. We haven't really got yeah. any flyweights, so I haven't really been mm. eye on that division. I know Sam Creasy fought for the belt. Yeah, and that uh, Samia guy beat him, didn't he? Mm. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. But I um, weren't impressed with last time you were in that fight either. No, I mm. I didn't think he was particularly sport. Certainly in that fight, he didn't seem no. you know particularly special. Like so, um, I'm going to go with Luke. Um, yeah, right. Luke. So Jake Jake Hadley, uh, he's got a professional record of five and zero. Oh. He's on a current seven fight win streak from his mm. uh, from his amateur days. Impressive. So uh, he's got a bit about him from Birmingham. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's, he's ranked 10 in the UK and Ireland's right. flyweights. Mm. Um, but I was interested that uh, Aaron, you said straight away, nope, it's because I don't know him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know um, Superman Sashi, I, I watched him fight before. Yeah, yeah, it was what many years ago this was, and yeah, I was impressed with the way he fought. He fought, um. Mr. Pink or Chris Edwards, didn't he? He did, yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah, that's the fight I remember watching. Yeah, I... I... Look, 
I think I would have got. I was probably thinking along the lines of uh, of Superman, but now that I've looked at uh, Hadley's record, I'm not so sure. I'm a bit like, oh, are they against like, you know decent opponents though? Or yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They look. Let's have a look. Where's he gone? Does he have uh, Team Renegade in Birmingham? Fearless MMA. Oh, I don't know. Says. But then saying that, his last fight was on BFC in September 2009. That can't be right because that would make it like over a year ago since his last fight. So that can't be like completely up to date. Um, but yeah, that should be an interesting fight nonetheless. Um, Jake Hadley. Be interesting. Like that card straight away, there's like several fights on there which interest me. Mm. And um, someone told me that um, on the prelims that the George Smith versus Matt Bonner at middleweight is, uh, he said that'll be a really, really good fight. And um, if you remember, Dan, when we covered the last, the Cage Warriors show where Mason won the title, remember um, Adam Amra Singh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's done ever so well, yeah. He looked he really, good, didn't he? really, he looked yeah, real really good. Looks. Like, and uh, he's fighting in the main event of the pro prelims against Connor Hignett. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing him again because he was so good in the previous show. Um, mm. Yeah. And then you've got the Friday night. Uh, there's a couple of these haven't been fully uh, decided. So you've got two title fights on the Friday. You've got Jack Carthright. Cartwright versus Gerardo Fanny for the bantamweight title. Uh, any views on that one, Dan? Cartwright. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so same. He's uh, got yeah. a bit. You can't lose. You can't lose to a Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> you hope so, mate. Matthias uh, Fredericks versus Jamie Rid Richardson for the middleweight title as well. Um, See, I quite like Jamie Richardson. Mm. Yeah, that's the reason I wanted to do well. Mm -mm. But yeah. that Frederick's a big boy at middleweight. Yeah, I was going to say he's massive. Um, so that'll be that'll be an interesting fight. And then you've got James yeah. Webb versus Craig White at middleweight. Jack Grant versus Yassine Belhaj at lightweight. Um, and Adam Wilson's also fighting. And then on the pro prelims we have uh, Ben Ellis versus Kingsley Crawford. Uh, featherweight, who you got for that, Aaron? I got Ben. Ben. I was going to say if you said yeah, uh, if you said Kingsley, can you imagine? You kick off in the gym, you would. Um, no, it's going to be interesting now because Ben likes talking to his opponents as well. And obviously, there's he no does. fans. So you're going to hear. So you're going to hear. hear yeah. the shitty talk. <laughs> uh, well, we looked um, with Mason the week before last. He mentioned um, Ben's last knockout victory, where he's in. Knocks him out with an elbow from like uh, on top of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like short hook. Yeah, brutal. So we brought it up on the screen ben and we had a look at it like it's uh, nasty. Ben's a strong boy, strong featherweight. Well, he's, they've been calling him the Welsh Khabib now, haven't they? Because that, yeah. I've seen it a few different places, including BT Sport calling it. So uh, calling him that. So he's got he's got to live up to it. Yeah, yeah he will. Pressure. Uh, well, so anyone else on the prelims there? Ian Gary versus George McManus. A couple of good ones. Um, and then the f Saturday, uh, 26th, 
which is the final night. There's all sorts of uh, all sorts of fights on that last card. So you've got Stephen Amiable versus Jordan Vucinic. Obviously trains under Danny. Will you look at uh, is Jordan already for that, mate? Absolutely, yeah. He's um, you know still very young in the big scheme, I think. So he's developing physically, mentally, and um, and his his technical tributes. So he's just a natural talent. Just once he gets on his pressure performance up to cue with how he performs in the gym, which I think is going to develop as he matures, um, it's, it's going to be a real prospect. Yeah, have you seen much of Jordan there, Aaron? Years ago, I seen his name uh, when he was an amateur, I think, or he was like 1-0. I've never seen his name and I watched one of his fights. He looked good. Hmm. I haven't taken a look of him recently, but he, he's knocked up quite a good ring, win record. So he must, yeah, he must, be, must be smashing it. He's highly rated, mate. Isn't he? Um, yeah, and uh, he's um, he's a really good dude as well. Like I've spoken to him now a couple of times, and he's a good lad, um, which always makes a difference. Uh, what else have we got? And then we've also obviously got the two title fights uh, at the top of the card. We have got uh, Morgan Charrier versus Max Koga for the vacant featherweight title. Um, any uh, any predictions for that one? I got Sharia. I think he's, he's a pretty good, well-rounded fighter. But I don't know that Koga, and he, he's got a good record, so you don't have good records for no reason. He has like 20 wins, don't he? So yeah. That's a lot of fights. That is a mm -hmm. lot of fights. Um, and then you've got the main event of the final night, Mason Jones versus Adam Proctor for the vacant welterweight title to to, to make him two, two, two belts Jonesy, as I called him the other day. Mm. But uh, what do you think of that one, uh, Aaron? Do you think he's going to um, do it? Yeah, I think he'll do it. But I think the first round or two rounds is going to be tough for him. Because Proctor's obviously the bigger guy, the stronger guy. He's going to he's gonna put it on Mason. But I think over the five-round course of the fight, Mason's going to outwork him, out-pressure him, and eventually crumble him. Proctor, you've seen his fight. He doesn't like it when it turns into a fight. Yeah, like uh, when he fought that short Italian guy, he couldn't get him down and on the feet. Then he was looking to be a bit wielded after a while. He doesn't like the grit of a fight. I think Mason's yeah, gonna yeah. bring that to him. Mm. Yeah, well, I was I watched back Mason's um, uh, Kate like when he won the title and um, mm. the other day actually, and the guy just couldn't live with him. Like he just once he started pouring on him, he just couldn't. He just didn't know what to do. Like he just couldn't yeah, go make, anywhere. Mason just... pulls it on. He's, he's constantly in your face. Inspiring. He's the same. Mm. He's just he's, a, he's he's just at you all over the place. Yeah, I think like obviously it's going to be difficult. And they're going up, going up a weight. It's not it's not easy to go up a weight, and you know, and win a title. You know, it's um, it's difficult. But yeah, you know, he's clearly a very talented boy, is Mason. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know they wouldn't they wouldn't have offered him that fight and they wouldn't have offered him the chance to go for a, a second title if they didn't think he was gonna you know go close at the very least you know so i'll be interested to see how that one goes um and of course paddy paddy pimbler is also uh due to fight on one of these three cards uh he hasn't had uh, anyone announced as of yet yeah yeah he's, um, he's having trouble with Pumps pulling out on him and stuff yeah. like that. Well, yeah, I spoke to him uh, the week before last. Um, and, you know, he's still 
as far as he's concerned, he's fighting, like, you know, but mm. I know at least one op- opponent either pulled out or was, they were having trouble getting it signed, sealed and delivered. Right. But he's had that problem for the last couple of years, mate. You know, he's either been out with injury or his opponents keep pulling out. Like, Yeah, it's not been and, the luckiest of fighters, it seems, in, in well, recent like years. We, Dan, we discussed this, I think it was last week or the week before, again, with, with Jack Shaw, like, he had a similar issue whereby fighters keep pulling out. When they get a fight down for him, they pull out, and then he has a replacement. And, mm, and yeah. I think that's got to make it more difficult, Aaron, as a fighter, when you're having la- like you constantly having last-minute changes um, you know, to the to your scheduled opponent. Yeah. And I think it probably say, yeah. you know, it says a lot, a lot about Jack and Paddy that they're able to still get the, you know, I still have the records that they've got, even though they've had so many changes at the yeah, last it does, minute. Um, it does throw a spanner in the works, like, but the, the changes isn't so much of a massive impact, unless it's well, completely yeah, different yeah, unless, yeah, style, yeah, style change, but where you're as good as Jack and Paddy, they just, it, it shouldn't matter too much to have a fight against anyone, I think they can if they wrestle anyone or strike anyone they want. But, um, mm. It's the it's the pullouts I kill. No, it's the pullouts. Mm. And after yeah, when they happen consecutively, consecutively, it's just it's demoralising. Yeah, it's got to be difficult. So I was just having a look to see if there was any sort of update on Paddy's uh, sort of any rumours or stories. And the last sort of official thing I can find, obviously, you had in March where he had the fighter pulled out last minute, didn't he? Um, like the night before, and they had the massive twist back then because Paddy was giving him grief. Yeah, uh, Joe Galante. Yeah, that's a yeah, the American guy when he came over, and I, I think weight. if I yeah, I think he missed weight by a lot, and I think um, Paddy got annoyed because once he missed weight, he kind of sat down and started drinking water, and it yeah. was like he felt like it was a bit disrespectful, like that he didn't even try and kind of you know lose it or or maybe negotiate like a catch weight or something he just kind of gave up stuff yeah yeah um but and you know as paddy does he had plenty to say on social media but the last thing i could find is in june the graham boylan said that uh paddy would be on the triple ladder cards but then doesn't seem to be anything since so hopefully he's on it because you know like we just went yeah make the card bigger won't it yeah, there's been some great fights, but I don't think there's much doubt that he's one of one of the biggest names under the cage warrior banner, and he brings in eyes, doesn't he? You know, um, yeah. I think it's going to be a great card anyway. When you've got the level of fighters which are on there already, and if you add him to the mix, it just makes it stronger. But then, with one of the days, I said there was a few few slots tonight. Uh, the Thursday, Friday, there's a couple of slots on that card, so. Maybe they'll slot him in there somewhere. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so UFC last night. This is um, an interesting card. Lots of uh, interesting results. Um, some, I think, didn't go the way that some people thought. However, Danny, if you go back and listen to last week, uh, I uh, I think I called most of them. So. Yeah, I think you did. You I did the mistake of going going with my heart and not with my head. You went with the <laughs> you went you went with the names. You did. 
the names. Who did you battle for? So Danny went with Robbie Lawler, and I went with um, Magni. Yeah, Lawler just looked terrible. Right. But I but didn't then think again, he looked very good against. Um, who was it? Was it Askren? Lost it Covington. 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 Yeah, mm. that's it. Um, yeah, he seems to have lost it a little now. Age, mate. But you can't take it away from Magni. Magni's looking amazing. Magni looked good. Yeah, he did yeah, exactly really what impressive. I thought he would do as well. Just wear, wear yeah. on Lola, keep him at range of his jab. Yeah, crafty, mate. He was. I thought. I thought he was really crafty the way he uh, yeah, cool, he worked. Cool. A couple of high kicks and knees. It was nice. That's it. Yeah, he's uh, tight looked dangerous. It looked like it took something out of Lola. Keep on clinching yeah. up like that. And then you had, of course, um, you had the Anthony Smith. Uh, main event, which we, you know we'll talk about him in a bit of detail now. Were you uh, were you surprised that Anthony Smith lost though, uh, Aaron? No, I thought um, I had Rathish to win. I thought Rathish was going to stop him because the Teixeira stopped Smith pretty brutally, not smashed the teapot, mm. didn't he? Mm. And mm. those kind of things you just don't recover from. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he hung in there for three rounds. Maybe if it was five, he would have got stopped. Yeah, but I think Rathish looked good. It. Yeah, Rathish looked good. Yeah, Ratchet. I thought Ratchet looked real good, actually. Um, so, Danny, I know you haven't watched the prelims, um, but uh, Aaron, tell us, tell us some of the your favourite fights and parts of the of the prelim uh, aspect of the um, card. The middleweight fight, uh, Patolo versus I Impa. Uh, yeah, Kazik- Impa Kazakne. Yeah, that was a good fight. Real good fight. Really if you good. haven't seen that, so you need to watch it. It's real good. Three rounds of them just teeing off on each other. So I was I was surprised I didn't get fired tonight, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I, um, I th- who I thought looked good was uh, Sean Brady beating Christian Aguilera. Yeah, I they thought both that was looked quite good. Impressive. That, that um, mm-hmm. Aguilera looked good. Well, that Aguilera was quite impressive in uh, in his last fight. Um, yeah. And... Uh, what was the other one? Which really, there was he one. He finished him with a one arm uh, guillotine, didn't he? Yeah, Brady. Yeah, it was good. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the other one, the other one was the lady who fought Hansifers. Um, Viviana. Uh, yeah, no, Viv, uh, Pollyanna oh. Viviana beat Emily Whitmore. She was really brutal. Yeah, she was. Uh, but I also thought that Mallory Martin looked quite good. Uh, she submitted uh, Hannah Seifers in like a, a minute and a half of the second round. I think it was. But I thought both yeah, those, the game both those ladies on the were, feet in the first. Yeah, yeah, because that first round of uh, Mallory Martin versus Hannah Seifers, um, I thought Hannah Seifers has got this, and yeah, second kind of round she's just come out blew and out, just blew a gas tank, didn't she? Well, that's what happened in the um, in the women's fight on the main card last week, wasn't it? With um, oh, I'm gonna forget a bloody name. Danny, what's that name of that woman? Oh, don't ask me the names. My goodness, one, actually. I, I, um, the one who yeah, she was really on impressive on the fight. Uh, like, she was so impressive. Yeah, I know. The, I, know before. I, I can picture it in my head. I'll, I'll just... Uh, yeah, I can see both of them. Go back. Um, uh, oh, that's going to bug me. Um, yeah, but that's what happened. She completely gassed herself out going for the finish in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then the second round... She, uh, Agapova. Agapova, that was it. Mm. Um, yeah, Agapova just completely gassed, like looking for the because she's won so many fights quickly. She obviously yeah, she, and she got her. a bit. Yeah, and mm. she got and she got a good start. Like she did look like she was going to finish her, and then Shane, uh, Shauna Dobson 
just waited second round then come out and just brutalized her and it was all game over like she and Agapova yeah. I've never I've never seen someone look that gassed out after like one round of fighting which I you know I get why but she just looked like she had nothing she had mm. no energy whatsoever um but yeah there were some good fights on the prelims I haven't seen all of them but I've seen most of them and uh Zach Cummins I thought did well as well um he did well versus... but I don't yeah last fight it was a pretty lackluster apart yeah. from the head kick at the end yeah yeah just um uh, Alex Caceres, what did you think of his performance? Won by he, submission. He, he looked good. He caught that guy with a weird uppercut to the body, didn't he? And then that guy kind of panic shot in, gave his neck up, but he had his arm already wrapped around his neck before he transitioned. It was good. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Caceres. I think he's a good fighter. He just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes he just goes out there and just doesn't look himself. Like he's yeah, got a lot of I... flair about him, haven't he? Yeah, he's he's got he's like the kind of fighter which you just enjoy watching, uh, yeah. I think. But uh, okay, so let's uh, we're going to concentrate now on the main card. We'll go through it uh, fight by fight, as it were. Um, okay. <laughs> Pitch invader. Sorry. I'm. The only reason, the only reason my kids don't do it more often is because my wife rugby tackles them before they get through the door. <laughs> well, uh, shoulder blocks. But uh, no, mate, we've all we've all got kids. We know what it's like. <laughs> no, they want to. They want to know. They want to know what's daddy doing. <laughs> right. Um. Sorry, I was just trying to find my results. Lost the page. Um. Anything surprise you from the the main card, Danny? Particularly, uh, I don't think there's anything like hugely surprising. But it was uh, really good to watch. I really enjoyed the um, overall viewing. I was never sat there twiddling my thumbs or bored. Okay, because I I said to Aaron just before you come on, before we went started, um, the like obviously the last six months or even the, the whole year we've been treated some banging UFC cards mm. and fights. But I actually thought this was one of the the worst from a spectating point of view for a while. Oh, really? I, yeah, I really enjoyed I, him. Um, I didn't enjoy him as much as... I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was surprised, bored, but mm. um, I was not as entertained as I have been perhaps mm. uh, re recently. Um, Aaron, what yeah. did you think just overall of this one? Anything sort of catch your eye or surprise you? The main card, I preferred the prelims over the main card. Um mm. The main card is started with Lamas in it. Lamas versus Aljo. Uh, Lamas versus Aljo, yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't know much about Aljo. He looked pretty decent though against Lamas. I Lamas won decision, didn't he? I don't know. I yeah. must have been zoning in and out of that fight. Yeah, so I Lamas thought Aljo. Will... Yeah, I oh. thought Aljo took it from watching it. So um... I must have missed some bits. So look. So, yeah, yeah. L Lamas started put, really pitting. Aljo lost that last round really badly. Ah, that's might... the round I missed as well. 10-8, wasn't it? Yeah, 10-8 ah, right. yeah, Lamas, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah like he was... Oh, that's what I had it written down as 10-8 for Lamas. Um, yeah. Round. He was, ah, like, getting right. destroyed from, from start to finish, like, really bad. Don't he's on his back, it. he was in mount, he was striking him. Uh, yeah, it kind of went yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, he, he did. He finished the round in full mount, pretty much, as well. Which I think yeah. that, that helped. That always helps, especially when you've been as dominant as that. So the, the yeah, official yeah, yeah. results 
went schoolboy um, theory isn't it whoever finishes on top is the winner yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, isn't it? <laughs> but like Lamas was given a decision 29-27 um, Danny take us through like the, you don't have to do round by round but just your overall yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I was I was really impressed with both of them I thought they they both come to fight um, Lamas always you know, he's been around for a long long time now in UFC and um, he really impressed me how he always comes in shape um, He's always shredded, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he had cardio for days. There were a couple of times where I thought uh, Algeria was going to take over at one point, but Lemos just, he just stays relevant. You know, no matter what he's going through, he's staying relevant. And yeah. um, ne never did he try to coast through the rounds. He's, even when he lost one of the rounds and it was looking like the tide was turning, he was trying to drag back that round. Um, I just think in one of those rounds, I think it's the second round where he's shooting in. I think he should have carried on striking and started where he left off in that first round. Not to say that he won that first round, but uh, to me, he started hitting at Bill's leg. And I just think if he had carried on that theme, I think that could have become more of an issue for him um, in that yeah, second round. But he started to shoot in. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I don't know whether that was a, a good strategy to start shooting in. It looked like it was taking something out of him. But, um, you know, once we went into that third round, he, he clearly got himself together. And um, as Odero was looking you know, a little bit more fatigued, um, still had energy and still trying to snap out of those positions. But Lamas is a, is a pedigree through and through. He's, he's really well-rounded. He really demonstrated that. And he also demonstrated how that no matter the length of time that he's been in the UFC, he still wants to send the, the, the signal that, hey, I'm still here and I still want to get at the top. And... Um, yeah. Carrying on performances like that, he could do so. He was uh, meant to fight uh, Ryan Hall, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, Ryan Hall I think. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, That'd be a good test for Hall, I would have. Yeah. Did you, um, anything to add to the... Anything, any uh, more further observations, uh, Aaron, from that fight? From that, no. No, I think uh, Danny covered most of it. Yeah, I just think um, that, that last... So I had it down... Looking at my notes, I had uh, Algiro won the first round, um, and then I had Algiro won the second round. That's what I had. And then I had Lamas absolutely destroyed him in the third round. So I had it for two one to Algiro. All right, but it, yeah, I I had uh, Lamas winning the first one, but losing the second. Yeah, the first one coming either way. I thought. But the second yeah. was clearly Algiero's, and I didn't watch the first. Yeah. You guys say it was Lamas tennis. I really don't Yeah, yeah it's good. Good round to watch. Was, you know, like um, sometimes, like people are kind of not sure, or is it is it dominant enough to be a ten eight? Or I thought there was no doubt that the third round was a ten eight. I thought it was. Mm. Yeah, and when we say ten eight, it, it was never one of those things where you thought it was going to end because you know Bill just kept on moving. Like I say. He, he kept shifting around and uh, trying to escape the bad positions, but he was just getting transitioned on. He, he was always being put in further further problematic situations and was getting struck upon. I think Lemus did the right thing of not trying to sub him, but trying to just score with the um, aggression, trying to throw the elbows and the punches, and, and that's what we saw. At one point, um, Adura did get up on his feet, but got put down pretty damn quickly. Uh, did you spot as well when he got taken down from that, rear stood position he, he dumped him slightly on his head as well um so yeah. he got a nice little bit of whip up with that with that takedown um which got to show that his cardio was there to be able to do that in the third round you know those having hard exchanges on the ground and he was being aggressive when bill got stood up and he was on his back and he threw it back down with quite some vigor it just goes to show his conditioning was spot on 
Indeed, mate, indeed. Um, so next up was uh, Ji Hyun Kim versus uh, Alexa Grasso. What did you make of this one, uh, Aaron? Um, good. Um, they didn't throw many kicks. There wasn't that many. Apart from the last round, which I've seen, there was Grosso was uh, looking good on top. Her uh, boxing looks sharp. Her hands look good. She's she moving up weight class, isn't she? This is a fight. Yeah, yeah, because she's, uh, she's normally a straw weight. Yeah, so... she looked good. She looked better at this weight class than she did at straw weight. Yeah, I thought it suited her much more. Like she didn't, yeah. um, she just looked fitter, sharper, quicker in pretty much every way. And I think, yeah. you know, sometimes that's just the case, isn't it, with weight cuts and things like this. Um, sometimes certain weights just work better for for certain fighters. And I thought she just looked all round sharper, um, and it was clear that uh, it helped her. Um, yeah, she didn't. She didn't look lost in our weight class. She looked good. Yeah, Danny, what did you make of this one, mate? Yeah, really impressed with uh, Russell. She was. It was her form that impressed me. You know, her hands were always in place, and when she launched her atta attacks, her other hand was always high. A uh, combinations in the pocket uh, were real quick fire. She was like an Uzi going off, mm. really quick fire with that strict form, and even her footwork was so precise. Every step that she made was like a meaningful, meaningful step. She was never forced out of position everything was calculated um and i think really that's what was edging it really was a combination of her work rate holding really good form which kept her calm and um being a little bit more diverse um yeah there wasn't a lot of kicks that went on but kim barely threw any kicks at all and i think the fact that uh Russo was throwing some kicks and being a little bit more diverse for a striker made a little bit more visual as well it was almost like kim could could have stepped it up it's like she was not putting her all into every round. Now, whether it was because she ended up getting a shattered nose, her nose was looking quite problematic. Um, and whether that was making her wa not wanting to push the pace, whether it was affecting her breathing or whether it was um, you know, painful to do so, it was making her feel a little bit gun shy. But every time she did land, she looked really quite powerful and she looked big as well. But I just felt like she didn't, didn't leave all of her energy inside that cage. Um, I just felt like she pushed a little harder she could have got some successes in her own right but um it just wasn't to be but Russell was utterly impressive um look clinical really really clinical yeah yeah I thought so mate I thought um she just generally looked the sharper fitter and uh, like you say clinically uh his striking rather was very clinical and um just did you have it down for all three rounds, uh, Dan? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I had it down for all three. Yeah, I was going to say, but um, yes, I thought it was uh, very. She couldn't have performed much better, I didn't think, other than to finish it really. Um, like outside of that, I don't think she could have done much more. Mm. Um, overall impressive, and I'm sure. Yeah, she yeah. Will... The closest round was the first round, I, I would say that that was like the yeah. closest one. But I think she began to find uh, clearer openings as the rounds went on. Yeah, I, I'm sure she'll get a, another fight at, uh, at that weight now as well. Yeah, definitely. After the, after a performance like that. And she, mm. so she should, you know, and if she performs like that again at that weight, then, you know, she's going to be bang up there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's, it's definitely suited her, doesn't it? Um, so then next up, we had uh, Robbie Lawler versus, who was picked by Danny, may I add, <laughs> the, the, Danny, the professional coach. 
ex-champion ex of the world. So does that mean I'm now the champion of the world? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, Robbie Lawler versus Neil Magny. Uh, Robbie Lawler ranked 13, Neil Magny 14. Um, Neil Magny's been on a very good run. Even the fights mm. he's lost, he's looked impressive. Uh, and he just looks... Do you know what I like about Neil Magny? Is every fight I see him... Every time I see him fight, he looks like he's improved and he looks like he's gone away and he's worked at the different things which are maybe the weaker parts of his game or, or points where he maybe has had a few holes in a previous fight. He comes in and he's he looks like he's worked on them. Um, yeah. And I thought that again in this fight. I thought he really, really... I uh, thought he was very, very clever, and you know, let's make you know Robbie Lawler is one of the most experienced fighters in the world, and um, so for him to perform at this level against someone who's very experienced, I thought was impressive because um, I thought really it was only maybe the third round where Lawler kind of caught him a bit, didn't he? Yeah, mm. he just upped his game a little bit. I thought the first two rounds he was very. I don't want to say slow, but slow. Mm. He was like, he was just he, a bit... He looked, he looked his age, didn't he? he yeah, looked, he was yeah. sluggish, mate, I think yeah, is yeah. what the word I was looking for. Um, so, Aaron, you take us through your thoughts first for this one, mate. Um, I think Magny looked good. I think that's the best he's looked. He, he looked like in his last couple of fights, he's used kind of the same similar game plan. Pop that jab out, keep it the strikes long, keep moving, uh, get his clinch. He looks like he's he, he, he does well in the clinch. He's taller than everyone, so he weighs on them. And um, he, I knew he was going to do this coming in against Lola because Al Covington did the same to Lola. Just put yeah. him on the back foot, put him up against the cage. Magni did exactly the same. Um, Lola never looked in trouble again. Finished though. Magni didn't seem like he was going to finish Lola at any point. But, yeah, I don't. I'm going to have a quick look actually. How many fights just Neil, one. Neil Magny's finished? Because I, he didn't see... He finished uh, me, Lombard. Anyway, did, that was his last finish, I think. Lom, yeah, Lombard. Did, yeah. I'm going to check that now. But, but like, he didn't... He doesn't always seem like the type of fighter to go and, you know, tap someone out or to knock yeah, someone like out. Yeah, like when he caught um, Lola with that, he threw like a jab, and another jab, Lola slipped right, slipped left, and then uh, Magny fainted it for a right knee. Mm. Caught Lola slipping into it and just that was it. That was the end of the combo. Knee, boom, caught mm. him, just stood there. Mm. I was like, I oh, mate, you should have been raining down one twos, dropping him, throwing a head kick there as well. But yeah, yeah you can't rush in against Lola, can you? You have to be no, patient no, throughout no, the no, fight. You've got to be patient. Um, so Neil Magny's been on a bit of a tear. I'm just having a quick look at his, yeah, he beat, uh, uh, his record. Rocco Martin, Geeling, and then. He's beat Condit as well, isn't he? Yeah, so he beat... Lola. So he beat at UFC 219. He beat Carlos Condit. Then he beat um, Craig White. Then he lost to Santiago uh, Ponzinibbio. Uh, he put on a clinic that fight, though. And Ponzinibbio that was, did. I was going to say, and that was, it, that was in the main event. So that was a big night for Magni. Uh, yeah. It was a main event in uh, Argentina. Um, so he... He lost that in the fourth round. But yeah, you're right. Ponzi Nibio put on a bit of a a clinic that evening um, in his home home country. But then yeah. since then, he's won three on the bounce versus uh, Li Jing, Jing Liang. 
uh, Anthony Rocco Martin and then Robbie Lawler all on decision. Um, all similar, similar ways White. beat him as well. Yeah, yeah, very similar actually, thinking of it. Uh, and like he beat Craig White on the Thompson versus Till card um, via knees uh, or T- oh, TKO, yeah, exactly. KO. But then he beat Carlos Condit by a unanimous decision. Uh, he lost to Dos Anjos via submission. And then he beat Johnny Hendricks via decision. So, yeah, he beat, you are right, he beat Lombard via TKO. Um, and then he beat Gastelum, he beat Eric Silva by both by decision. So, he hasn't got a great deal of finishes. In the, but look, you don't, you're not in the, the UFC for as long as he is without being exceptionally talented. Uh, he made his UFC debut up. in 2013. His UFC debut, this, this to put it in perspective, was on UFC 157. So, wow, mm. you know, that tells you a lot. Um, he's also uh, closing in on uh, George St. Pierre's record of... Um, what did I just... I just saw it just now. Most wins of after yeah, I think it was most wins at welterweight. Uh, yeah, so uh, he's got 17 victories in the welterweight division, which is second only to George St. Pierre, who's on 19. Mm. So he's got a very good chance of breaking that record. Because, mm. yeah. you know, well, he's, eight, he's only born in 1987, so I say only, but like... Hmm. Was that thirty-three? Yeah, so he, he's. But I would think he'd probably break that record, barring any big injury. Um, but yeah, I thought he was very impressive, Danny. What did you uh, make of Neil Magny's? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's he definitely is improving in each fight. It seems he uh, seems to be honing his own little style, um, and, and it predominantly is getting him the wins. I just felt that sometimes he's looked a little like he gets his uh, feathers ruffled. In some some of his previous fights, and I thought Lawler might be able to ruffle them, um, but he would have to, have to stay striking and be aggressive with his striking. But I was really surprised that Lawler wasting a lot of energy of trying to take Magny down in the first round, and I think that yeah. just took the edge away. And it, you know, he had a short camp, didn't he? It was a short notice fight. I think did he have something like three weeks to get ready? Is it something like that? He yeah, didn't have I a think... full camp, did he? Yeah. And at his age, not having a full camp, so. he was scheduled to not? fight Jeff Neal, wasn't he? I can't. I can't. I, th- I, thought, I think he had a full camp, but I think his opponent changed. Oh, was that what it was? Uh, no, okay. Magny was meant to have um, Jeff Neal, and he stepped in for Jeff Neal, didn't he? Lola. Right. Yeah, that's I right. I think yeah. it was. So yeah, no how long did he have? In. Yeah, it was three weeks, I think, wasn't it? I'd have to check now. Um, Which, so... uh, you know, at 38 years old, three weeks, you know, those sort of stats are going to go against you. But I just thought Lola's style, um, or how you know we've seen him in the past, could have, you know, ruffled Magni, but it wasn't to be. I just think that first round strategy yeah, kind of blew his arm up, Yeah, that's right. And, you know, he's a shorter, stockier guy. And, yeah, you're right. Once the blood gets heavy in those arms, um, you've got to feel less sharp and you have to be sharp because Magni's quite elusive. He, he mm. fights long. Um, you've got to push close to him. And there were times when he looked... You know, uh, good in Magni was kind of being forced to run away and was looking like those feathers were getting ruffled, but he just had no cardio to maintain it. And then Magni did the really good strategy of getting that title, even going to his back at one point, um, just to spoil any potential yeah. activities of Lawler. I mean, it's not very often you'd say going to your back's a good idea in uh, MMA, especially at that level, but that was actually a good call. I think he might have got slightly hurt or, or thought that something might have 
been coming more forward from Lawler and he chose to go to his back and just hold on and spoil another minute, minute and a half out of that last round. Um, yeah, really impressive. Um, yeah, let's, let's just see how, see how his progression goes. He's um, got to be looking at getting a matchup in the top 10 now. Oh, so, division for the killers um, as well. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. They, so there's a few though, isn't there? Like the featherweight division, the lightweight division, and that welterweight division are just brutal mm. in the UFC. Yeah. They're just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Danny, I just want to ask you a question, Amit. Um, as you know, I like to do, throw you in a couple of questions as we're going along, for maybe the people who are casual viewers of MMA. Um, so last week you said go into your back, you know, you, I think it was, I can't remember which fight it was. It might have been Agapova, actually, but it might not have been. Um, but one of the fights you sort of uh, criticised, not criticised, but you pointed out that the fighter went to their back when they probably shouldn't have and it cost them the fight. Yeah. So why, in that case, was it a bad decision, but in this case, it was a good decision? Well, uh, Lula was trying to get some momentum with his striking and Magni was, uh, you know, being forced back. Um, mm. But Magni uh, was getting the better of all the ground exchanges. So he obviously felt that he was, uh, you know, better and well-versed there. Um, and, you know, we know Lawler can, can come alive when it, it becomes a war. And rather than get it to be a war, he played it a little bit more passive. Um, he knew he was two rounds up. So to go to his back and just hold on like he did, he just stopped Lawler being proactive in any way, disrupted any rhythm that Lawler was trying to find. Uh, I just think it was a good call. I just thought Lawler's previous aggressive style that we know that he's got, being southpaw, I just think it be, would, would have and should have been more problematic uh, to mm. Magni. But um, he didn't make Magni think. And uh, Magni was putting all the questions onto Lawler. Uh, but you can't take nothing away. I just can't help but think now that Lawler just doesn't have the same oh. desire for the fight, I think he's had the fight run out of him somewhat now, um, and it's not even the age thing. I just think he's been in so many wars. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. he's just not willing to to go there anymore. And he has been in some proper uh, proper five wars round well, wars. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, he has. Um, I just, I, I, you know, we we've talked uh, numerous times over the not, these last few weeks, haven't we, about fighters beginning to age and perhaps being in there too long. Although he still looks good, he's not getting KO'd. Um, mm. You know, for for his legacy that he's created for himself, which you know all the fighters respect him for what he's brought to the sport. Um, you know, maybe it's time for him to to call it a day. You got to wonder where he's, you know, what kind of desire has he got? Is he is he really going to get back into title contention in that weight division with the way that's stacked up? I think it's highly unlikely. I think he'll struggle breaking into the top ten anymore. Yeah, and then it's just he's just taking damage then, isn't he, really? Well, I think um, it becomes detrimental to your health. He's had a good run. I'm sure he's become wealthy out of the sport. The other thing as well I was going to say is whenever I, whenever some, if you, someone says the name Robbie Lawler to me, I think of like that image of one of his fights where his eyes all swollen shut and he's covered in blood from mm. like the top of his head all over. It's like a crimson mask. That's he's the image that that I always think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and oh, that's that the image bad, that comes that. to mind when yeah. someone says yeah. Robbie Lawler. But he's done that a few times, so it's like, um, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just add up, don't they, mate? You know. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, Robbie Lawler. Uh, sorry, Neil Magny won by decision, thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven, and um, I'm pretty sure we all had Magny winning every round. Yeah. 
Yeah, he absolutely did. Look, Magnum must have been confident. He was going for twisters. Uh, yeah. and, um, you know, to be going twisters, you must you must feel you're getting the edge over someone. Yeah, who's he, <laughs> who's he think he is? And Bryce. Mitchell. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what a legend! I'll, I'll never forget that fight, Dan, from the other week. Oh, when, uh, yeah, Bryce Mitchell it was just incredible. Charles Rosa, yeah. yeah, 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 just incredible wow. to watch. Just he's got yeah. a tough fight. His next one is Andre Feely. He's fighting next Bryce Mitchell, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Is he? That'll be yeah. Uh, that'll, that'll be, be good. Andre Feely's looked good recently. Yeah, mm. it's good. Yeah, he, his last fight, he was really impressive. Uh, Feely, yeah. wasn't he? Um, well, do you know what date that is, by any chance? Uh, or Halloween, they are. Uh, so I answered my own question. Yeah, because Feely, he had that stand-up war, didn't he, last time out? Yeah, didn't it? with uh, was on the feet. Um, Yusuf. Really, Yusuf, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's quite sim- similar styles, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a really good one. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Gosh, some fights coming up in there. Jeez. Some real yeah. exciting ones. Um, okay, so the main event of the evening uh, was, uh, so in our predictions last week, uh, Danny Batten, coach, BST, <laughs> former Cage Warriors champion, went with Anthony Smith and uh, Sai, podcast host, legend, went with uh, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander Rakitic. Rakic. And uh, I'm sure, sure Aaron, being also from Cardiff, probably picked Rakic before this as well. Yeah, I picked Rakic. Yeah, it's no surprise, is it? It's no surprise. I thought he was going to win by stoppage. I thought he was going to stop Smith. I didn't realise so, it was three rounds till it started. Yeah, <laughs> I was confused by that because they always um, seem to do five rounds with their main events and time matches, don't they? Rodriguez versus... Zabit was meant to be the main event, wasn't it? So ah, I read right, somewhere okay. and they got moved. Mm. I don't think Smith and Rattis agreed for a five five round. Mm. Uh, I see. So just before we get into this, did we talk about the Kutalaba and uh, Magmedov uh, being off? Be it, I know we talk, talked about it before. You skimmed the over show. it. Um, so yeah, I was very disappointed by that. I was really looking forward to that fight, um, Kutalaba versus Magmed. Magmed. I can never say. Ankalaev. That's the one. Ankalaev. Um, I was really looking forward to that fight. It was the fight I was most looking forward to on this card. Uh, and I was really, really disappointed that it was uh, ended up being called yeah. off. And Danny, like I said to you literally last week, that I couldn't believe that they were supposed to fight on the 15th of August, which is like exactly two weeks ago. Um, but Kutalaba got tested positive for COVID-19. I couldn't believe they'd scheduled the fight for two weeks later. It didn't make any sense to me because you've got to isolate for 14 days. Um, which makes... So how they managed to, to schedule the fight for 15 days later or whatever it was... Or 14 days later. It was, it was bizarre to me, but that's another story. Um, and then when they tested him this week, Kutalaba tested positive again for COVID-19. Um, so they're not sure if it's from the original test or if it's just a false positive. But it's disappointing because... Obviously, they fought each other with the controversial finish. Then they've had now been called off twice. Are they going to be the new Ferguson and Khabib? Where you can yeah, that's what I was ne- thinking. Never get no. the fight done. It's because like, everyone wants that fight now as well. So everyone's more like gunning for it to happen. Mm. Yeah, and the thing is, they got we got a taste of it, didn't we, in the, the first yeah. fight. But it didn't didn't end prop like as people would have liked and 
Yeah, hopefully they they do something with it sooner rather than later. But I think uh, Dana White sometimes, when she gets his finger fingers burnt a couple of times with a with a fight, he can sometimes wait a bit to kind of to reschedule it. But I hope that's not the case. But I yeah. got a little bit of a feeling that maybe we might have to wait for them to reschedule it. Um, we're just going to see if they've. Just I, as I said that, I thought well, I'll check now, it's just in case they have already rescheduled it. No, nothing, uh, nothing yet. Um, so we'll see whether they do. But I was looking forward to. It. I've been really, really impressed with both men. But Ankele, Ankele, uh in particular has impressed me, particularly the last few fights. Okay, Andy Smith. Picked by Danny Batten versus Simons, <laughs> Alexander Rakic. Uh, Danny, you go first this time, mate. What did you make of this main event of the evening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Rakic just looks so dominant. I mean, those leg kicks were brutal, weren't it? I mean, we kind of got used oh, to seeing yeah. leg kicks uh, in the lighter weight divisions, but seeing these heavy boys learning how to kick really well at low point is just, oh, it, uh, it was making my legs hurt watching it. No fans um, makes you hear it loud and clear as well. Yeah, I, I was just thinking after Smith's last performance, I thought that he would really push the pace, and especially being over three rounds, I thought he'd push close and, mm. and, and make it a clinch strike affair. I thought he would get in, uh, you know, sort of like the single uh, tie hold with elbows. I thought he'd want to mix it like that, but uh, he stayed out too long and Sometimes we fall into a habit that when we're being leg kicked ourselves, we want to leg kick back. I just think that was a mistake for him. Um, I can't help but think as well in that first round that Rakic could have actually put this fight to bed in that first round. Um, mm. He could have easily got back into a stood position, mm. but he stayed into uh, a top wrestling position on Smith. You know, he was in a sprawl scenario on him, but he maintained that position on the ground. That really kind of surprised me. But after having that kind of success, you would think he would just go back to his feet and hack at that leg again. Yeah, he's done that in his few of his fights. So he did it against when he fought Justin Ledet, hit mm. him with leg kicks, and then as soon as he hit the ground, he just stayed there, hold him, and hit him with like short shots and whatnot. Yeah, very, very strange. Um, you know, you would think his corner would be shouting out to him as well. Well, if I was there in the corner, I'd be, I'd be like, get, get him back standing, work on that leg. Because, huh? I mean, he literally collapsed, didn't he? You, you might be in the opposite corner with him and Modesto if he keeps winning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you never were, know. Were you That's a bit disapp to. disappointed though by Anthony Smith there, Aaron? I was. Oh, well, shall we go? Me, yeah. um, yes and no. I was disappointed when he lost to Teixeira, but I, I, I thought Rattus was going to win this. He's too powerful for Smith. Smith's a durable guy. He relies on that durability in love, a lot of his fights. And mm. Rattus is someone who hits hard and. He doesn't. He, he burns a lot of energy, but he, does, he doesn't, because, mm. he, he, like you said, he'll hurt you, and then he'll he get on top position and stay there. When he gets back to the feet, he'll hurt you again, and then get back to the top position and stay there again. So he just, he just, he just beat Smith up, didn't he? Broke him. Mm. Yeah. Smith had no answer yeah, for anything him. he was doing. Uh, his striking reminded me of like Nemkov versus Bader. It looked like he had similar sort of form. Mm. It, it just looked like like a, a real predator on the feet. Really stalking and hunting. Yeah, he was um, like I mentioned earlier that I thought that uh, Gaethje broke Ferguson, but I thought this was very similar. And I agree with you, Aaron. You used the word there, 
that he broke him and I feel like that he just he had too much for him and um yeah he just he just didn't I felt like it got to a point sort of halfway through the second round where Smith was a bit lost like he didn't quite know how to 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 combat it uh yeah he just the, no the brutality for, of it like, hmm. Um, yeah, which is, you hard, know, surprising when you've got someone so experienced. But mm. yeah, yeah, when you've got real hard kickers like that, you've got to push, but you've got to start pushing that place on them, and get close. You've got to smother them, um, so they haven't got the energy to kick so brutally. And if they do continue mm. to throw those kicks, you've got the chance to, to counter them. But if you allow them to control the pace, a hard leg kicker is going to stay a hard leg kicker. You, you've got to make their heart rate work. You've got to push close. You've got, you've got to push the pace. So much so that those leg kicks are no longer hugely consequential. But, uh, yeah, Smith was just unable to do it. He just didn't look big enough to do it. The guy looked taller, bigger, stronger, more explosive. Looked fitter. Yeah, just give away too many Sharper, physicalities. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed in Smith. Uh, like I said, I thought he was going to be able to uh, make a, a messier fight than, than, than what it was. But... Uh, wasn't to be. It's hard to know where he goes from here. I was going to yes. say, that was my next question. Like, what would you do next with him? However, Dan, before I ask you that question, I wanted to know, like, what is, if you're his coach, like, what are you telling him sort of midway through that second round? Andy uh, well, he's got, he's got to switch it up. He's got to try and put Regic on, on his back or uh, work him against the fence and, and work for something consequential like a cut. I'll be trying to get the clinch, try and work elbows. Um, or trying to get top boat, but it'd definitely be elbow orientated. Yeah. Um, I, I think submissions are probably out of the equation, but I'll be saying, look, play for a play for the cut, or hence knockout as well. That's obviously always on the cards potentially. But he has to, but has to push. Coach. He can't stay out of range with someone kicking it with that kind of brutality. Um, mm. Yeah, and you can't be underneath as well. So I, I wouldn't even say sh shoot in to take down necessarily. Get him against the fence first. Work elbows from there, and maybe if the an efficient leg-on-leg -leg trip happens because he kept trying to bowl him over and was ended up putting himself on the back. He kept trying to pull him over and it just looked horrible and ugly. And I think part of that was because uh, his leg was hurt and he would rather be on top receiving than being stood up receiving. Hmm. But it wasn't the right way to go about it. No. Well, um, what's next for Smith then? Uh, Aaron, well, it, what do it, you reckon? Go on, Aaron, yeah. you go first. Sure. Um, the, all the new light heavyweights coming into the rankings now are new bloods, though, aren't they? There's no one like mm. who Jones has already beat. Maybe, like, I, I don't know. I couldn't really tell you who to give him next. So, Shogun's going to be having Paul Craig, isn't he? Yeah, I think I so. Say, yeah, Shogun, um, maybe, has, again, has but... John Jones officially uh, dropped the light heavyweight title? He's out, he's out of the rankings, the light heavyweight. So... He's taken to the top. Right, okay, so there we go. So, so there's John, John Jones. Maybe, there was no way, maybe no give him that to go, um, was there. Alonzo Medifield because he was meant to fight OSP, wasn't he? Maybe him versus Smith, but like, most of the light heavyweights are new bloods coming in now. Yeah, I um just gonna, I was gonna have a quick look. What about you, Dan? Anything, anything sort of stick out for you? Med, I'd, with, uh... I, I just think he's got, he's got to go back to the drawing board and rebuild himself somewhat. Um, you know, if he wants to make himself relevant, I think he has to put some of his shortcomings um, right against some low-ranked people. But whether UFC allow him the the, the the comfort to 
have a few easier fights, so to speak. Who knows? But there, you're right. There is so many young fighters coming up through that haven't become recognised yet. That are monsters, just like Reddick. So you know, oh, God, what can you do? Yeah. I just think it's going to be, it's going to be tough. You know, tough. Though, mate, the run that he's on, um, and his performances, or some of his performances in his last few fights, is if he goes and fights like a lower ranked um, fighter and gets spanked. That could be mm. the end of his UFC career equally. So. Either or, yeah, but either or way, it's going to be the end. I, I, in his position, I'd rather fight someone that I stood more of a chance of putting a performance on and getting another win back on my record than I would fight another you know, higher-ranked guy that could potentially end the career either or way. But I just think he's got to get back on winning ways. And, and the only way he's going to do that in a percentage chance that puts it in his favour is facing someone a little bit lower down the ranks. He has to just rebuild himself. I mean, he is a skillful guy, but oh, mm. you know, is it possible for him to go down a weight? I'm not too sure. He's pretty tall, but you know, he's not he the, looked, the thickest um, set guy. Yeah, I think he looked. It killed him getting to middleweight, didn't it? I uh, did it. He was yeah, for a middleweight, he looked. He said he looked drawn. Right. Felt, felt, felt horrible. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to. Has he fought at any other weight in the UFC? Middle. Middle. middle so he... and, uh, light yeah. He was the big middleweight, but uh, like a big frame. Yeah, the big frame. Yeah. Um, so I was just looking mm. now to see if. Um, who have we got in the light heavyweight ranks? So you've got Dominic Reyes, Thiago Santos, Jan Blachowicz, um, Glover Teixeira, Anthony Smith, then. And then you've got. Uh, Jiri Prukshaka, uh, Ozdemir, Rakic, I would assume Rakic will probably go up to fifth. Uh, Nikita, Nikita Krylov. Oh, um, maybe him versus Smith. Yeah, yeah, mm. that could be a good one. Or Misha Shurkinov could be another one. Johnny Walker versus Anthony Smith, maybe. I could, yeah, uh, I could, get, could, on, I could get on board for that. Yeah, Walker's had a few sort of hiccups as well, so that could be a good matchup. Yeah, and I think, do you know what? Johnny Walker versus Smith. If Johnny Walker goes and KOs him, you know, jo that Johnny Walker might fancy the, the fight because Smith's quite a big name for him to take mm -hmm. um, from the rankings. But also, from Anthony Smith's point of view, if he, Johnny Walker's got a big enough reputation that he could, you know, if he beats Johnny Walker, yeah. that it's, it kind of repays his reputation. So I think... From both, you could understand both of them taking that fight. Mm. I think it's a dangerous fight for Anthony Smith to take, mind. But um, and then you've got like Ankeloff, uh, Mauricio Rua, Ryan Spann, uh, Paul Craig. Who did, did you say Paul Craig's got someone coming up? Uh, He's got a Shogun, Anthony. I might be wrong, but I'm sure I've seen it somewhere. Shogun versus Paul Craig, the rematch. Because mm. the first fight ended in a draw, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Didn't I? My memory is terrible, so I'm always hesitant to trust my memory. Let's have a look. Paul Craig, yeah, UFC books Shogun versus Paul Craig rematch for November 21st. But, uh, so that's another see, another good fight coming up, and that's on UFC 255. Uh, they fought to a split draw in November 2019 and they've both won one fight since so yeah that looks like a good one 
that event is going to be headlined by flyweight titles for female and male. So you've got uh, Figueredo versus Cody Garbrandt and Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer, Jennifer Meyer. I said that, Dan, didn't we? That uh, Shevchenko versus mm. Meyer would mm. be uh, where they'd go next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be uh, an interesting one, mate. Yeah, so I think Shevchenko's just got to be a step too much. Yeah, the only person, well, she um, she smashed it, haven't she? she? The only person she lost to was um, the Nunes. one who's beaten everyone. Yeah, Nunes. I couldn't remember her name, man. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's some incredible fights going on uh, over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. I'm looking forward to Blaschewitz versus uh, Dominic Reyes as well for the light, light heavyweight title. Um, so when's that fight? Uh, Blachowicz versus Dominic Reyes. Anyone know? I'm not sure. That's because it's been announced for the vacant um, title. Uh, let's have a look. Let's just have a quick look and see if I can find the name, the, the date rather. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't. Know, I can't. Uh, I can't find that. But uh, yeah, it's come. That's coming up soon. Uh, oh, there you go. He says, and then goes off it. Uh, Pay per view. 27th of the 9th like yeah 20, 27th of September that'll t- Jesus they're coming oh, thick and fast weekend, yeah oh, what a weekend Danny 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 what are we going to do for that weekend mate <laughs> it's going to be incredible like we might have to do maybe we should do like a live show on Friday night after Cage Warriors what time will Cage Warriors finish Friday do you reckon Normally about ten. After. They're not normal. Yeah, they're not normally like mega late today. They're normally like done no. by about ten, half ten. Yeah. So I suppose there's is um Jordan's fight on the Friday though, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's on the Friday. Yeah, that one. Yeah, um, that's that out the window. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, just to finish off, we had a couple of questions sent in. Uh, one interesting one, which I think you'll like, Danny, as well. Which was it's for Aaron, but I think you'll like it. Um. But before we do the questions, we're going to have a look at next week's UFC and do our predictions. Oh, no. Because I'm on fire. <laughs> and uh, Aaron can give us his predictions as well. Um, obviously, we had uh, the the bonuses for last night's uh, UFC card as well. So you had... Let's have a look. Where's the bonuses gone? What would you have said was fire the night, Dan? Uh, well, I didn't see the prelim ones, so I, I, I like the Lamos fight, to be honest. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Would you, what would you have I'd say the um, fight of the night? The Pitolo and Paziguani. Is that his name? I might be messing up. Impa. Impa Pitolo. Yeah. This is Pitolo, I reckon. Yeah, I would night. have probably gone with that one, I think. But I I thought the. Uh, that other one, the one that Danny just Lamas. So Lamas versus uh, Algeo won fight of the night, which I think if that other fight is on the main card, it probably wins it. Um, so, uh, so Paul Felder picked those. Um, I thought it was always Dana White who picked the bonuses, but obviously not. Um, so um, Mallory Martin. Uh, in performance of the night, 
uh, after a comeback win versus Hannah Seifers, which Danny, I think you should that'd be another one you'd enjoy, mate, because mm. the first round is really one sided, and then she just right. comes comes back and the uh, second round she got knocked down, I think, as well, didn't she, in the right, first yeah. round, Darren, as well, yeah, yeah, and then she comes back and gets a nice uh, rear naked choke on her, um, and she let she was happy, she screamed. Uh, the final bonus went to Sean Brady uh, for his. Uh, win over Christian Aguilera. Uh, was that the one with the one-handed guillotine? Yeah. Did he? he yeah, went unconscious. You think he went? Un- he went unconscious, didn't he? Uh, Aguilera. Um, yeah. I thought. I thought. Yeah, he, was... he did. He like he was kicking out everywhere, really, and then he just mm. went. Out. Just went limp, like. Yeah. Um, okay, so UFC next week. The main event is. Oh, come on, everything's my computer's going slow now. So every time I try and load up the bloody page, right, the schedule. Um, I'll edit this little bit out. <coughs> my my internet's just not working at all. Um, oh Jesus Christ! Right, okay. It's, uh, so next week the main event is uh, Overeem versus Sakai. Um, but we'll have a look at the uh, who do you who you got from that, Danny? Uh, Sakai. I see you 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 went for the, the the you've gone for a different tactic this week. And well, yeah, I kept, I kept going with name. my heart. I kept going with who I wanted to win rather than what I thought. Yeah, so it's Alistair Overeem versus Augustus Sakai. Uh, but you fancy uh, Augusto Sakai, do you, mate? Right, yeah, number nine, heavyweight bout. Mm. What about you, were uh, Aaron? Who you got for that? I'm going to go over him. I like over him. Yeah, over him. Proper skillful, but I think he's going to get knocked out. Yeah. So the question remains: Who's the king of the? Who's the king of the uh, predictions going to go with? Stiff goal. <laughs> You've won one week. I know. <laughs> Gotta sell it. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go with Alistair Overeem as well. You know, I just think there seems to be only one fight announced for that card next week, which is a bit odd. Oh, I, I seen it earlier. Um, I can't remember the names that were on there though. So you got you, you Banks versus Rosa Carol Rosa. You've got um, Michelle Pereira fighting someone. Um, uh, Dev. Is it something like that? I'm not very good at perhaps these names. Let's see if I can bring it up now because I was off the official UFC site as well. It just said uh, just didn't have any any other fights. Right, full card. No, I don't. I can't bring it up. It's not working. But the main, that was the main event. So that's our predictions for the main event of the evening so we'll move to finish with the question which was sent in on twitter i had two questions actually so the first question uh aaron was um out of the welsh amateur fighters at the moment the youngsters as it were uh who stands out the most to you and uh, and who do you think has got the most chance of going you know, kind of all the way to to the big time, as it were. Well, well I have to be a bit biased to this one because I don't know a lot of amateurs, but 
We've got the couple of young boys at my gym, the Matt Academy, Talon Jones, Deacon Thomas. They're only they're in their teens mm. and they're only mixing it with the guys in there. I don't think they've had amateur fights yet because they're too young. They're under 18. But Deacon did... Uh, do you have to be 18 to compete in the IMAFs? Or is it like I'm a junior? Sure. Danny, would, Danny would know more than me. Sorry, what was that? I think, I was, I was IMAFs, um, championships. Is it a junior one? I think Deacon competed in the juniors. And, um, right, okay. I, don't, I, wouldn't yeah. actually, I wouldn't actually know that. Yeah, well, no, Deacon Thomas, Talon, uh, Talon Jones, they've they, they got a bright future. They have. And um, Ethan Sylvie, he's had a few amateur fights. He's got a bright future. And Ryan Lockyer as well. You'll, you'll like eventually when they all start racking up wins, these guys are the, not to be like missed. They're mm. good. Yeah, they mix it with yeah. the guys already, and they they beat the, all the men up in the gym. <laughs> yeah, Richard um, Shaw said on uh, the show that he said that like obviously you've got like amazing Welsh talent coming through now, like yourself yeah. and Ben and Oban and all these guys, Jack and Brett and all these guys who were already professionals. But he said the level of talent in the amateurs and just under, just just about to go pro and even younger than that, he said it's just ridiculous. Um, mm. So it yeah, makes for exciting times for, for, for Welsh combat sports. Mm. But I think, I'm sure, Dan, if we spoke to you about some of the talent in, in your, you know, in your gym and, and your areas, there's there's plenty around because MMA is so much more accessible than it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, times are different now. Um, yeah, we got you know, a fair few world amateur champions and we have pros come from all we've got an open gym so mm. we have sort of like fighters come from surrounding gyms to come do some spa days and join in with the classes and what have you and we've got some am amateurs that tear up the the pros so it's quite scary um in yeah, terms of their future prospect but, but you know as much as they you know they're of incredible level they're fighting in a new climate where like they're saying, you know, we've got these Welsh talents that people won't have heard of, but they're going to be. Um, they're they're going to all be competing with this newer, higher level. Um, as my level was back when I was a world champion, I'll probably be struggling as I was back then with some top amateurs of today to give you mm. an idea of the difference in level. Um, wow. There's yeah. different times now. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my my 15 year old, um, he kind of just missed the boat in terms of like kids now they all want to do it like but he really he wants to get into it like he's yeah. 15 and he said oh i feel like i'm too young too old to start it because he'd be starting yeah. from you know from nothing a blank canvas but i was like major 15 if you want to you know if you want to do it then go and do it and yeah. get you know learn it from scratch like but yeah. i don't know whether he did he's a big boy like he's like six foot two Mm. So I'm not sure, but he's he plays football. See, he's um he's a goalkeeper and he plays football to a you know a pretty good level, like an academy level. Nice. Um, and I just don't know whether it's the right thing for him to do at the moment because he should be focusing on his football. But he wants to do it, so gonna have to look into it, as it were. Mm. Um, and a second uh, second question, Aaron, was sent in by Johnny Wish, regular viewer of the channel and the show. And uh, he wants to know if if Mason Jones becomes two-belt Jonesy and wins the welterweight title, uh, would you fight him if the opportunity came along? 
Um, yeah, if I went out there now, smoked out Mick Stanton, and they make Jones, they said, look, uh, the you versus Jones in Cardiff. Yeah, why why not? I mean, we we have tear up at the gyms. Why not get paid for it? Why not get paid for it on a big stage as well? Like he's he's got the lightweight belt. I'm not stepping on his toes here. He's at my division. Do you mean? Hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we all want the same goal. Like no disrespect to anyone, but if they're in the way, they're in the way. Do you mean it's 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 a selfish sport? At the end of the day, it's, you've got to have a business mindset going into it as well. Yeah, do you know what? I've always been in the same mindset. Um, I would have always uh, fought someone that I had have trained with or trained with regularly. If if you're in the same promotion, same weight division, I, I would have. Because to me, it's not really a fight. To me, we you're competing in a in a combat sport. Yeah. But that word sport is really important. Um, you know, I think I've said before in previous uh, podcasts. To me, there's very few few times you have real fights in your life. Um, you know, your your fight when you have cancer and things like that, they're, they're mm. real fights. Um, or you fight when, you know, your loved ones or yourself are, you know, at threat at knife point and things like that. You know, they're fights. Um, to me, this is a sport. It's in controlled environment. And um, yeah, I think there's there's no harm in finding out who's the best. You know, if you've got the two test best people in the country and they're both at your club and you're both in the same weight division, just has to happen, mm-hmm. doesn't it? But that's my personal. Some people just don't do that, but uh, it's my mentality that I'd always fight anyone. I'd fight my brother if I had to. <laughs> Indeed, I did used to fight him a lot. He was four years older, the bugger. I owe him a few <laughs> of these. So interestingly <laughs> enough, Mason replied as well uh, to the thing, and Mason said, uh, "There's no way on this planet that I would fight Khalid. He's a monster." <laughs> now, I think he might be trying to lull you into a. A false sense of security. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, he's coming into your division, isn't he? Yeah. So, but, and it's interesting, like, and Danny, you hit the nail on the head. It's different for different people because when I, Jack Shaw got asked the same question when he did an episode of Unscripted, Uncensored, and um, they said, someone said, would you fight? I can't remember if they said a teammate or if they named, like, Oban or Brett or someone um, and he said no so I suppose it depends on the person doesn't it, it depends on how you view it yeah. and whether you're comfortable with it and etc etc but like at the end of the day what if if a teammate is the champion in your division and he's not got you know if he's champion for like 10 years do you sacrifice never being champion because you don't want to fight a teammate or have you got to do it? Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, if, well, like you said, it, it, Darren, I look if at, someone's in your way, they're in your way. Yeah, they're I look at it this way. way. If you, if you, I've got the mindset like I have, and you want to fight for the title, and your your training partner's got that title, you know, it, it, okay, it's their place to say no. In which case, the fight won't happen. But then it's up to the promotion to say, well, you've got to step down, and yeah, you know, it's. I don't know. Yeah, it only takes one to say no, and then the fight ain't going to happen, is it? But, uh, yeah, yeah I guess, me, I, uh, I would fight. Yeah. yeah, I guess there is that in But then, mm. you know, I'm sure any promotion would, uh, I don't know what's the word, but like, you know, they would, they would look for the fight when they, they, they would put, they would, all promotions want to put on, uh, the best fight they can basically for the titles and stuff. So they're going to go down that route. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, Danny, do you have anything to add this evening? No, no, just thank you for Aaron Cullard coming on. You know, um, um, I understand well, it's, it's, it's the weekend and giving up any time with the weekend. I see you had you know youngsters jumping all over and stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, uh, do appreciate that you took time out to come on here and um, respect you. your opinion. It's great talking with you. Goodness thank you. Thanks for having me on you. It's been great. Pleasure. Yeah, it's been good crack. I enjoyed it. And um, it went much longer than I thought it was going to go. I thought we'd be done and dusted within like an hour or something because there was only the, the four card, but we found stuff to talk about. I enjoyed uh, listening to both of you. Uh, guys, you can follow Aaron on Twitter, and I've completely forgot. What's your what's your Twitter handle, mate? At Khalid MMA on Twitter. And um, on Instagram is Aaron J Khalid. Indeed. And uh, guys, give... Um, Way Day Apparel to follow uh, at Way Day Apparel on Twitter and at Way Day underscore Apparel. Big thank you to them for sponsoring the show, as always. And uh, if you visit their website, awaydayapparel.co.uk, and you use the code AA Podcast Nation, you get 10% off all orders. Big shout out to them. And you can follow the Danny Batten Fight Show on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Batten FS. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash acepodcastnation, and click the bell so you get notifications every time we upload. Danny Batten Show is out every Wednesday at 8 p.m., but we also drop shows. We have live shows Monday and Friday. We also have a show come out every Sunday, and sometimes some shows in between as well, just because we can. Uh, Aaron... Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Danny, a pleasure as always, mate. Work on your predictions yeah. for next week, obviously. <laughs> You're supposed to be the expert. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, cheers, we'll guys. see. Let's wait Wait till next week. Yeah, we'll see. When over him, absolutely spanks him. He's going to get KO'd. <laughs> cheers, guys. Podcast Network.